When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. You know, it's, it's not going to be leads. We're not going to collapse. Boy, but I can't let you get away with this. All right, because it's completely different. It's completely different because Chelsea are not run by a bloke that cares if the club is in financial stability. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Boyd Hilton and I have been brainwashed by um, the media's and other people, um, those terrible pundits who've been lying to us all this time. It's like, I feel it's a bit like um, uh, climate change. You know, there's like 99.9% of scientists around the world telling us that, you know, CO2 is contributing to climate change and that the temperature's getting hotter every year and it's a problem. But no, but according to Arsene Wenger, the 99.9% of professional football experts and pundits and fans and everyone else, I'm, I'm making that figure up, obviously, but it feels that way. Now I feel it's time, it's over. But no, we're all being brainwashed and there's this conspiracy somehow that we all don't understand the truth of it. And in fact, it's all fine and you should carry on. Anyway, I've made, I've put, I've made my point, Josh. It was like a monologue. It was a semi-monologue, but I thought the brainwashing thing, because you haven't done a menu this week. Do you know what? I haven't done a menu. I'm blaming I, you I, for that monologue. I hope you can hear me because I've got earphones in and I can't hear myself. Oh, okay. Apparently I'm okay. Um, I haven't done uh, a menu, which I, I grossly apologise for, but it sort of speaks for itself now. Um, yeah. I'm not sure the quality of the podcast will be any worse for lack of menu. Um, if it is, it then be uh, let us know. The one bit of thing we have to tell everyone Go is on. that we're going to be doing a live podcast. Oh, yeah. So, so on the 6th of April, <laughs> yeah. um, which is the day after the 30th anniversary of the 87 League Cup final. I was there. So Perry Grove's going to join us uh, for a live podcast, which is going to be at the Play with Legend offices, which is Camden Town. Um, so just keep an eye on our social media feeds um, and we'll be letting people know. But essentially, it'll be a nice little fundraiser, hopefully. Excellent. For Centrepoint. Excellent. Do you remember the 87 Cup final? I was there, yeah. I, I was very well. Old. I must have told the story. You were three weeks old. I was yeah. a grown, grown man. I was yes. 20 years old. 
and I was there. And um, I, I must tell the story that my wore glasses and the glasses flew up when we when we scored our second goal. Um, I don't know this story. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I was uh, the yeah. same. You've got the glasses still. No, not the same glasses. Right. No, different glasses. But um, uh, it, it, it was in the proper days of there was no seats at Wembley. It was all standing still, and it was the days when literally you go to Wembley and there'd be like streams of urine on the way there because like drunken oafs, drunken football fans have been pissing all over the place. And they, they, you did, I'm not exaggerating. There were streams of urine that very day. <laughs> On the way to getting to your place in the stand at Wembley, where I stood with my friend Doug, a Spurs fan, who very kindly came with me. And anyway, to cut a long story short, when we scored our second, when it was 2 1 to us, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, China Nicholas. Perry set it up. It was so exciting <laughs> that my, I jumped up in the air, my glasses flew up about 30 feet in the air, and um, I didn't catch them. And I was in the melee of celebration, and they got, and I broke them. They were broken, stomped on. I had to kind of literally go on my hands and knees trying to find them. In the and I had, in, 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 the, in the middle of the melee and of celebration, I found them they were crushed like, but I still had to kind of just about wear them because I was blind without even then I was blind without my glasses and made my way home but at least I was happy because we triumphed 2-1 anyway I haven't introduced the guest yet I feel Andrew Dickens from Shortlist so I'm looking at right now who's of a similar age to me is that fair? Uh, I wasn't 20 in that <laughs> oh okay so. you're a youngster no I was 12 for that well, okay. Do you remember yeah, it? it's not far off. Andrew. I do remember it very okay. well. It was the first trophy I remember us winning. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was, yeah. it was a you know. It was and also there was the big fact, wasn't there, about Ian Rush, that it was the first yes. game Liverpool had ever lost right. that Ian Rush had scored in. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew is works for Shortlist Magazine. Uh, a very fine magazine, obviously, and uh, it's the second time, isn't it? The it last is time you were here, time. we just we just triumphed over um, over West Ham. West Ham. Yeah, I only yeah. come here after massive victories. Yeah, Hang on, was that also five nil? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you really should have me on every week. Yeah, because it's quite it's mm. quite weird. Yeah, and Andrew, I've been looking at your Twitter feed recently. You, you're quite annoyed. I think it's safe to say we'll come on to this in detail, but I'm just just to set mm. the scene. You're quite annoyed with the protesters, aren't you, against Wenger? You do feel they're a bit. I think I'm, I'm sure you use I'm, the c word. I'm annoyed. Yeah. with the um, I'm annoyed with the abusers yeah. more than anything else I yeah. think anyone who abuses Wenger can just fuck off mm. you're not an Arsenal fan you're not yeah. even a football fan yeah. um, I also think when it comes to protesting it's fine but your timing can be better right and yeah. I think immediately after a 5-0 win okay it's only Lincoln but yeah. you know it was yeah. it was a it was a Good day. I was out all day mixing with Lincoln fans. You know, it was it was wonderful. And then at the end, you know, they were having their big huddle in the middle, mm. and there's a few blokes holding up banners, yeah. and it's just like choose yeah. your choose your time, right? Choose your moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did have a little a little game of spot the <laughs> spot the c word. Yeah, spot the c word. Yeah. Um, that's well. I'm glad we established that. And our second newbie, Joe Bohr, B O R. B O R. Yeah. Um, you are a writer, comedian, and video creative at Buzzfeed. That's literally what your uh, Twitter bio says. That is my Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Is that fair? Officially. Yeah. Yeah. That's what um, and AFC yeah. fan. It then goes on to say, and the posh awesome. climber. The posh climber is your character. Yeah, he's a he's a posh posh adventurer uh, more than anything. Yeah. Does he support Arsenal as well? Uh, or does he not care. He doesn't really. He no, doesn't like really. football chants. No. He doesn't like people sort of shouting who are. 
are you? Who are you? He knows who he is. He's been right. to Thailand. I imagine if he was um, a fan, he'd sit in club level quite near you, boy. <laughs> if he did go to so us. Absolutely. Apparently, there was there was like demo outside club level, or a bit. Well, there's loads of entrances to club level where they were shouting club level wanker on Saturday before the game at people that's going that's in. Thank the in God between. I missed that. I mean, I, I would have. I thought you meant people in club level no, protesting no, about the, the no no, sa- no the fans. Your kind of your c word fans sort of. I wouldn't call them that. That's fully in between us. It does. Yeah, club level wanker. I mean, I. I, I fully I mean I, I don't even pretend I'm not a club level wanker I'm fully a specific am. type of thing. yeah well if the posh client wants to join me any time in club level he's welcome to be yeah he doesn't get involved yeah, he doesn't. Okay, absolutely. Um, you're uh, so creative at Busley what does that mean what do you what do you, what yeah that? so I'm, I make videos oh, okay. I write and direct oh, um, okay. some of the some of the videos yeah right, that right. go viral hopefully and do you have and to put you in you know put you in some kind of um, slot to put you in some yeah. kind of category as we have to do as our yeah, yeah, these days are you are you more WOB or AKB? Uh, are you more Wenger out brigade or Arsenal knows best? Or do you do you not assign yourself to either of those reductive camps? Um, I'm sort of teetering either way. I, I, I don't want. To, I just don't want to agree with Piers Morgan. Yeah, um, fair enough. Fair that, enough. That's my yeah. problem. That's um, a good point. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm a sort of I'm not Wenger leave. I'm sort of thanks Wenger. Um, for your time, I, I just like I'd like I would like a change because I'd like to see what someone else could do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a sort of nutcase like sort of Diego Simeone mm-hmm. or sort of someone like that. Yeah, uh, would knock him into shape. So you don't I, feel we've been brainwashed? As- I, um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I like. I mean, I I, I really I appreciate what Wenger has done. He's obviously um, changed the world of football mm. um, and uh, you know made everyone healthy and brought in some great players yeah um but uh i'd like to see what yeah what would happen if we brought yeah. someone else okay fair enough um, um i get you haven't done it but i guess we, so we, we haven't talked well, about well, the buy-in the buy-in game no we've had two games we've had two we, games across the two games it all melts into one that's a good way of looking at it yeah that's a good way of looking at it so wenger did say let's talk a bit about the buying game now, yeah definitely shall we? Yeah. and and wenger seems to have come to the he, he i've seen him say this like Five or six times now in, in post and pre match. And every time he gets challenged, he says, Oh, we played really well against By Me. Now, I was there and we, I was sitting there, Josh, we, we had very a kindly lovely took night. me in club level. Thank you. Lovely night, me and Dermot and, and you, the new fine trio and, on club level, club level wankers, trio. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did play really well in the first half. It's true to say. Yep. Were you there, Andrew? I don't know if you were there. Uh, I, no, you I wasn't. I was working yeah. that night. Anyway, um, we did. We played like we thought. Uh, we were like, this is the best performance like for months. Yeah, we, but we should go point, five one down more often. Right, exactly. But the yeah. point is, as soon as <laughs> as soon as they got that penalty, or whatever you think about them, the decision, and as soon as he was sent off, as soon as Cristiano was sent off, we did completely fucking collapse as we always do in that situation. Yeah. And Vega doesn't seem to be able to say. This is my um, my um, opinion of of his. I think it's very symbolic. So he keeps saying we played really well and the, and the referee ruined the game. Of course, you could say the referee, but we still conspired. Our pathetic heap of useless tosses conspire whenever something, anything goes wrong like that to then collapse, collapse. and allow them to score mm. five times in about 20 minutes. And that's my point is he, he's got to start addressing that. And the fact I feel like there's a complacency about him that he kind of goes, no, 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 we played really well. And he won't even say in the next bit of the sentence, which is, and yet we lost 5-1 and I've got to fix that. Andrew, I'm yeah. not being unfair. No, I, no, no, there are two ways of looking at it because you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, we should have just shut up shop, you know, made it respectable. And I, and I totally get that. And I probably would have rather have lost 2-1 and had a good old whinge about referee. Yeah. But as Wenger said, he said one all down to 10 men. 
our chances of actually winning this are kind of one in a million. Yeah. So you might as well go for that one in a million. Yeah, he played Jacker at centre half, and you know, and he just it's just like just go for it because it doesn't matter if we lose five one or six one or two one or we win three two. Whatever whatever happens, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Mm. Which would be fine if we were having a slightly more exciting season. Yeah. You know, I think if he was, if he had a little bit more credit this season, he could get away with that. And, you know, if we were chasing the league and you could go, all right, okay, you know, well, we might as well go for it. Right. But politically, probably not. And if we hadn't just lost the first leg 5 1. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe he's just a big fan of symmetry (laughs) or or 10 2 jokes, as there were a lot of. There were a lot of. I mean, you know, that's the thing. He's almost like doesn't understand that we as supporters have to put up with fucking Spurs fans on that night lecturing us, making fun of us, even though we've got further than the competition they have, obviously, and we're better Mm. than them every single fucking year. I'm now swearing a lot. But I got into arguments with Spurs fans because he had got us in this position, and I'm blaming him and the team, where we lost 5 1, second time in three weeks. It's the ref. I mean, it's not even the ref, it's that assistant. Is it the assistant? Assistant's assistant, the, the guy who hangs out yeah. next to the, the intern, I think. The intern, <laughs> yeah. Who should have given us a penalty and then gave away the penalty, which was, you know, it was rightfully a penalty, but probably not uh, a sending off. It was that guy. I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to see what could have happened. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. Think, I think we could have won it. Oh yeah, I think we would have won. We, I don't think we'd have gone through. No, I don't think we'd won the tie. We would have won the match. We could easily have won the match. We're on fire. We were on fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm we saying, were, I'm, I'm being fair to him, but I think he's being a bit unfair. To the supporters, and, and like it's, it's an insult to our intelligence. I said this last week. I feel he keeps saying, he, he, if he can't just say we play really well and not, not kind of admit the fact that, yeah, but we also completely collapsed. Yet I, think again. We know, well, I think we know what he's like, don't we? He protects the players, but you know, it was only a couple of minutes before that penalty was given that Giroud had a really big header to oh, potentially yeah. go well, that's 2 0, and then the whole dynamic of the, and it felt like, yes, um, Andrew's right, it was. You know, a really unlikely scenario where we were going to get through. You know, I think we were given like a you know a forty or fifty to one chance of qualifying, whatever it might have been. We, we had a slither of hope there had it gone to two nil, and I just think once it was one, all the players' heads they, they did go. But I, can we criticise them horrifically for that? I, I don't feel we can. It doesn't matter two one three one four. Yes, it will go down as our heaviest defeat at the Emirates, matter, but does that really matter? It wouldn't matter if you're yeah, only. It's only a PR issue, as I think Andrew's nailed. I don't think. I think it's more than PR. It wouldn't matter if you're Barcelona, you know, and you lo- and you lose one game 4-0 in, in your you know in recent history that's fine but when you're Arsenal and you're constantly having these calamitous games where you completely fall apart I think it does matter yeah it's just like it, it, it's, it's, it's embarrassing it's, and I think the fact that he doesn't address that I think he, is, is even more is, 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 is alarm he bells it. he might not say it, but he accepts it. of course he accepts that that is a team falling apart this when we've gone down to 10 right. men that's not okay I just don't think he's the sort of manager that would turn around and Sort of criticise the the players for doing. So I'm sure. But isn't it about time? To maybe he, maybe he's got. And well, your, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Giroud. Twenty one years. I'm glad you brought up Giroud because, uh, of course, we have to remember that he, he originally he wasn't going to play Giroud, wasn't he? Was he? Danny Welbeck. He was going to play Danny Welbeck. He, he got he, he was sick in the uh, in the warm up, which is uh, again a calamitous moment because now he's reverted to Giroud. Like after five or six years of this tedium, for me, it's like uh, again, it's like unbelievable. I think it exposes his. I don't know, complacency, I've used that word again, that Giroud is the answer. What's Giroud the answer to? Nothing. He didn't, as you said, that opportunity, if he only if he scored that opportunity, he was terrible, absolutely diabolical on Saturday, even though he won final, even though he scored it. I thought he was absolutely diabolical. Am I being unfair? I, I think Giroud's one of those players where, he, I mean, one week he'll be amazing and, and, and the next week you go, what, what has he done? Um, in, in the same way that Carnu, you think he's just walking around and then he'll score a great goal and you think, okay, I'll, I'll sort of, uh, I'll make do. I mean, v- Wenger is, is stubborn. 
that that's what it is. He doesn't want to. We need an Aguero. We need, you know, we need a big a big name striker. We need a, yeah. a Ibrahimovic. That that sort of name, I think. And I think we would, you know, we would get better than fourth if we had someone like that. I think with Giroud, he has a lot of ability, but what he doesn't have is. <laughs> what Diego Simeone would call cojones. <laughs> you, know, you, need, you, need, you need him to have a, a Costa or Drogba-style mentality. Yeah. If, if he, perhaps he needs like a, a minor lobotomy or something, to sort of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just yeah. turn him into some sort of animal. He's too sexy. He, maybe that's it. Well, I think he, sexy. He's, he's well, not, he, not the face, not the face. And he yeah. loves, yeah, yeah, he loves himself, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. You know, he, he'd rather collapse in a heap in the penalty area and be dramatic and French about it and look, Look ridiculous with his over with his his beard's got out of hand though. I think he looked better. I think he looks better clean shaven. I have to say, yeah, it's a very important point. I mean, it's important that we got someone like Giroud because it means that my wife will let me watch the football. Oh, that's a help. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's she's happy about that. Although yeah. Henri does. Uh, does help as well. Oh, but he's not actually playing for us anymore. No, but he commentates now. Oh, yeah, does, and that's that does, true. That does help. But, but I do feel, I just feel it's symbolic of like the fact he's still relying on him really now. It's not, I mean, he has got ability. I'm not saying, mm. it, it was funny on um, Michael Owen on the BT coverage of the cup game was like, had this incredible moment where he said he shouldn't even be playing this game because they play players like him every week. Like basically saying he was like a kind of like, you know, division three I, I level. Did, I did think the same. It's, it's, you know, if the one threat they're not yeah. really worried about is us lumping the ball right. up front. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought it was incredible that he picked, that, he's, mm. that he had, he picked him instead of having Alexis up front. But then Michael Lowe, then wants to go, actually he's not just that kind of lump it up to him player, kind of contradicts himself massively. But to me, it's not so much, I think he's got skill, he's scored one of the best goals ever this season. I'm, I'm not forgetting that and I did vow to never slag him off again after that, which I've completely lied about. Yeah. But I just feel, he's not, he's not, as you say, he's not, not good Aguero. enough. He's not an Aguero. He's not even one of those big, powerful, scary players, like you're saying, like you compared it to quite, he could have been with a, with that lobotomy you mentioned. Mm. So he's like, what's the point of him? I, he's, I think he drags us down. I really do. I've you said it before. Have him as a, he slows everything up. You'd have him in the squad, of course, right, sure, okay. but not never, ever. I mean, I've said this like months ago, he's still picking him first choice. What the yeah. fuck's he thinking? And everyone's, we've got to talk about Alexis. We'll talk about Alexis in a sec, but everyone's coming up with these stats about Alexis. So suddenly they've decided again, like, because Wenger dropped him for one game, we've got suddenly, even though he's by far our highest scorer and by far the most assists, everyone's slightly like, coming up with these stats like he gives the ball away too often and he doesn't run around enough. I'm like, I don't give a shit. He's scoring more <laughs> goals than everyone. He's clearly more skillful than every other player, perhaps apart from Ozil. He's definitely a hundred times better than Giroud. And people are somehow justifying like picking Giroud ahead of him up front because suddenly there is these stats. I think it's insane. I, I don't know if you can draw. Can you draw enough conclusion that Giroud's now back in the team indefinitely? I don't think it is that clear cut. Oh, I hope not. I bet, but I, but I then again, at West Brom away, ever. that's probably the right call to be honest. It no, probably, it's not. It probably it's is. Been it is. In any it game. is. No. no, I think at West Brom away it no might way. be. So hold on. Okay, oh. we can we can politely disagree <laughs> on on this thing with being brainwashed though. Yes, I mean, are you do you just think? He, he's being delusional. Yes, just totally. I think it, absolutely, I think it's. I think. I think it's just desperately cl- clutching at, at straws. I think it's clutching at anything. He said it before. But your ninety nine. The problem you for me. Your ninety nine percent thing is ludicrous. No, no. no I think ninety nine percent of a professional of people paid to give their views on football think he's, it's 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 over for him. I think that's true. I, I, I think Wenger's too loyal. I, watch, I think Wenger's Wenger's far too loyal. I, I think it's. I think he presents it as loyalty. I think yeah. it's actually. 
I, I don't want to. I'm not. You know, I have a huge amount of respect and love for him, but I do think it's more ego and his own issues about how bored and frustrated he'd be if he wasn't manager of Arsenal. And I don't think I don't think he's going to walk into a job. I don't think he's going to walk into Paris Saint Germain. But to talk about the brainwashing, what I mean is, I do feel. I, I said this oh, Sunday. I watch it. I listen to every pundit in every game, every journalist, everyone paid to have an opinion about football. Pretty. Oh, I think. It, oh, who, who who says now that you should carry on? I can't think of anyone. I'm sorry. I genuinely the, can't. Uh, it's got one to that of the point. journalists. Is, a, is I mean, John Cross. It constantly says no, it's John on Cross the said, so no, 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 no. Well, on Sunday, someone tweeted about it. No, Sunday, someone he said he's trying to go. One of the, one of the he's gone. Oliver Kay, John Cross, one of no, his biggest. There was an ex Arsenal player as well that also say it. But I've got to say, I mean, this season, I've, I've, I've been on a journey, um, and I was, I've always been very pro Wenger, and I, I think, and I, 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 I will not have it that when people say that, you know, he hasn't achieved for the last ten years, because I think top four, particularly during the first few seasons at the Emirates, that, is a, that was a proper achievement. You know, it's... Considering the money that was coming into the game at that point, that was a massive achievement. Yeah, and we had some great nights. You know, yep. Barcelona. Yeah. Games like that, you know. you know, And then we had a couple of really nice cup finals, and <laughs> yep. it was great. And I think it's probably only the last couple of years that you can really start to question whether... It's, I don't know if it's him or just his presence that is causing a lack of oomph, for yeah. want of a better word. Yeah, it's a good yeah. word. That's why Dynamism. That's why he's a writer. Yeah, yeah. There is um, no yeah. Um, but it, it's that kind of, it's, it's, it's a lack of oomph. And it's, and it's almost, I was having a discussion with someone the other day, and it's, it's like, it's almost death by consistency. Mm. It's like, yeah. it's now got to the point where I'm thinking, oh, then I, you know, a few weeks ago, I was probably Wenger agnostic. And it's still, I, I, I still <laughs> wouldn't be chucking myself off the upper tier mm. if he stayed on. Really? I would no, I wouldn't be. What, but, okay, let me, but I would you're right. I, I I at the same time I do now have a something inside me that's just sort of clamoring for a, a bit of excitement. My only fear being that it will be Leeds United style excitement rather than do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, or, but, but or, I think that even be careful Liverpool. what you wish for argument which we can come to in a sec, but I feel that's like really, you've got to be braver and bolder than that, haven't you? Mm. You got you know, it's like it could be Chelsea, you could win the league next year if you've got if Indeed. you've got proper mm. you know, it's, it's not gonna be different. Leeds, we're not but, gonna collapse. But boy, but, I can't let you get away with this. Right, because it's completely <laughs> different. It's completely different. Because Chelsea are not run by a bloke that cares if the club is in financial stability. They're run by Roman Bramwich, who is happy to throw the money it takes. And if that means getting a new manager and spending more money, they can do it. We're run by a board that doesn't allow for that. So what well, do you moment, think? They is don't allow for what? They don't unlimited allow... spending, so they, you, you unlimited think, wage control. You don't think Venom could have spent more money than he has? On big, on big, really? Maybe you're blaming the board for that? There's no way you Did can you have argue any that he could have compared... <laughs> Uh, yes, look at Stan Kroenke's record in, in sports business. It's, it's not there to just throw unlimited money away. It's there to make profit from sport. The, I don't want to get bogged down this, but the public pronouncements have been made by Ivan Gazidis. Well, we've got saying, money. If he wants money to spend, if he wants to buy it, spend 100 million, you know, he could have done. I can't argue he that fucking uh, the does. club it's is him. run with... I'm not no, sure that everyone's... him. You know it. No, I don't think it is to, I'm not to, saying, to the extent that you can draw conclusions. I think he missed a couple of opportunities in, in sort of spending, spending money. Like now he started doing it. But that whole sort of stubbornness about paying Walcott, I think, oh. 100 grand a week. And now, you know, I just think it took too long for him to put his hand in his pocket. Mm. He's, running, he's running out of excuses. It might not be that everything changes. When we do get a new manager, which either will be this year or in two years' time, 
But I'm not saying it def- I'm not saying either way. I'm not saying we're definitely going to win the league like Chelsea. I'm, I'll choose an example. It can, you know, Chelsea. Fear of change. If you you really have been brainwashed, if you're so scared of the situation that you you think you know we're going to collapse like Leeds. That I mean, I do think that's insane. I d- I we're not going to collapse like Leeds. What, what, no, but if one thing, I'm not. Blackburn, I'm, I'm not scared of change. I don't want change. There's a difference. Stick, I don't want change. If we have to stick with this stasis and as you say, this lack of oomph, this lack of drive that's been going on now, as you say. For, for a number of years you could argue how many because we might not we might get the top I'm not four. saying we might I'm saying I don't want the change I'm not saying I'm scared you really, of it you really you don't want the change no. so I, well, here's my question to all of you so say tomorrow it was announced finally Wenger's going to sign a two year deal how would you feel I'm just what would your reaction be Joe um <laughs> I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be disappointed really? I, um, I, I, I'd, be, I'd be I'd be scared if he left um, uh, I mean I like I like I like, like, I like he's, yeah he's achieved a lot uh, I'd like to see a new manager I, I'd, I'd be scared if he left I'd, I'd, I'd want him to go upstairs I think I'd want him to go upstairs right. I want him to still be there this is like a psychological uh, uh, <laughs> don't be scared don't it's be like scared, having Joe. it's like having a stepdad you don't really like that much but he, he buys you nice presents now and again <laughs> You want him to go, but you still want the presence right, now and again. Okay. I don't know if that's a good analogy. Uh, yeah, at no, all. That's interesting, Andrew. So tomorrow, it's that he's going to sign a new. T- how would you feel? Uh, probably just sort of a weird neutrality, yeah. and you know, and things would just go on. But I, I think what I would want then is if, if he's coming out and he's, he's signing a, a new two-year contract, and we then assume, or maybe he confirms that it will be his last one, then they need to start getting people in place to support the next coach because you're not going to get another Wenger. But is that going to happen? Though? Is know, he going to allow, like, what's it? He's not gonna well, no, I'm talking like, you know, you know, someone on the board who knows football, you know, there's been like all this talk about getting someone like Mark Overmars or whatever in as yeah. a director of football. Well, did you see this? This was in, in the news today about Arsenal planning a sporting director role. So this was a story on the Mirror uh, a little bit earlier today. So that Arsenal reportedly considering candidates for a sporting director role. Um, as Arsenal Wenger's future at the Emirates remains a source of much speculation with the Frenchman's current deal expiring in the summer um, it is widely expected that a replacement would be joined by a sporting director such is his influence in North London yeah. so basically oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, What's that, assume, well, what does the role of sporting director what is that is it like the Dennis Wise at, at it's Newcastle? like David Dean was probably the closest yeah, thing I think it's someone who it's, yeah I think it's someone who transfer negotiation but then also they would normally be involved in recruiting the new manager. Well, yeah. So, what comes first? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so, yeah, I yeah. think I think that's it difficult because who's do, doing the interviews. I mean, you know, if we okay, say Fenger goes, uh, and then okay, we need a new coach. Point one: Are they going to want to come in when they've got no sporting director and think what? What do I have to like, clean the toilets as well? You know, <laughs> or. <laughs> or are you going to get you know and the other point is have we got anyone on the board at the moment who could reliably hire someone no well, good. I, my feeling is because uh, people say I, I know what you mean like you know there's no there aren't any there's no one who knows much about football seemingly on the on the in our on our board such as it uh, is uh, that we're they, aware of anyway. we're aware of because yeah. yeah. they totally rely the idea of, you know they totally rely on the mutual on Ross and Vega telling them mutually what he's going to do and then they just do what he wants them to do but I'd say Ivings is, knows nothing about football it's not about unfair well, I mean, well, he we hasn't hired a manager because well, we, we haven't had that opportunity. Right. Well, I mean, one well, might say if one was being harsh, if he did know a lot about football, then he'd try and make sure that Aston Villa isn't going to sign a new two-year contract because well, it's clearly not getting us anywhere. I can see why they stick with him. Like he, he makes a profit every year for them; they make money. You know, it's in their interest, isn't it? 
but then that's, but once, that's maybe if, that's a problem. But I, this is why I want to talk about the protests a bit. But I, I would, because I do think, because I agree with you. I think the protests are. Oh, should we have a let's have a break first? Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? I will know. That's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And we're back from the break. As I was saying, talk about the protests. Because I, I think it's, on one level, it's embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing after a 5-0 victory to hold up an A4 sign. I agree with you on that. What about if it was A5? A5. A5. <laughs> A5. A3. I could be a writer of BuzzFeed at this yeah. <laughs> um, Boy, I, before, just to interject and then... Interject Gerard, away. Say, well, have you seen about... The, they're thinking of... Um, apparently there's going to be a plane going yes. to Hawthorne. Yes. And that should be thrown into this discussion. Fine. About they how can do what they want. I, my feeling is about the. They do what they. I, I feel like I don't feel strong enough. I genuinely don't feel like angry, even though I sound very high pitched and angry on this podcast often yeah. about the situation. <laughs> I don't feel that I'm gonna. You know, I don't think I'm gonna hold myself off of club level, no matter what happens, because there's more important things in life than this. But equally, I totally respect the people who are, who are protesting, however they want. I mean. Even even the A4. I mean, if, what do what you want to do. You're paying. We're paying. You're among, supporting hmm, people calling we you are, a club level wanker. Yeah, if they want, I don't care. You know, I'm big. We can cope with that. You know, I'd rather they didn't call us a ringer a cunt. I think that's. I agree with Andrew that he should be respected. But equally, I can see if you've got to the end of your tether with boredom at the repetitious state of Arsenal, mm. which is unique in history of world football, and it is down to him. Then I can see how you're going to end up disrespecting him. So I can. But I certainly think. On the, on the protesting side, even though it might be 100 or 200 at, who are doing this protesting, it has an effect because it gets reported in the media. Wenger gets asked about it, and he can say about the brainwashing, but it, it's, it's a cumulative effect, and it, and it makes it clear to everyone, and it, I think everyone is now clear, that a large, large percentage of support thinks it's time it's time for him, his time's up, and it's time for change. And I think that's important. I think that's the power of protest. I think. That's right. But it, I think it also... I mean, okay, maybe we don't care what other people think of us, but you know, fans from other clubs do think we are weird for being pissed off about getting in the top four every season, getting in the Champions yeah. League. People yeah. think we are fucking odd, you know. So, and then add into that <laughs> Arsenal fan TV and things like that, and you know, it doesn't paint us in the best light. You know, I, I would say you know, that, so that, that whole that whole mentality. You know, yeah. think, oh, you know, people. You know, there was a guy in there calling Wenger a fraud. He's a fucking fraud. It's like he's not. You know, it's just. It, so people it, say it, stupid stuff, don't they? Because they're, do, they're, yeah. they're they angry get, they and they're rushed. They are. But it, it's got. To, but I do think it's chicken and egg. I think the irrationality and the and the fury is. It's all. It's if he. I've said this before, but if he said now, oh, I'm going to leave at the end of the season, if he did that, if he was a bit more, if he, had, if he showed more respect to fans, I do think he's got an issue. I think someone should be saying to him, stop calling us all brainwashed and having a go at us. 
kind of accept the fact that it is really disappointing what's happened this season. You know, it's an incredibly disappointing season. You know, we've got a stronger squad. Everyone thought we'd do better than we did last year. We're not. We're, we're clearly doing worse. And I think he's just got to deal with it. He's got to accept it, the criticism. Is, is he a victim of his own success? Like, is it a Ranieri situation where... You know, you you almost hope that we didn't sort of win the league, and he wasn't so successful when he was, because now we we're expecting that almost. We were we're spoiled, and I think that's why a lot of people sort of think we're having we're having a moan, and we should we should kind of be grateful. But we can we be that we are? The, the, I think the, the money we're spending on it is is the factor. You know, yeah, we're yeah. Not, we spend a lot more yeah. money than Leicester fans. You know, and they're fact, you're a fan in the world. I mean, like if you go, what are you going to ask Andrew? Sorry, you were going to ask something. You had a like really good question. You're going to ask. I, I do have a very good yeah. question. I think it's gone out of my uh, head now. Sorry. but no, it was um it, it was about thing I was. I was going to ask you, boy. Actually, oh, yeah. like, if, okay, say they came in and yeah. said two more years. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But we, they, they they are going to be the last two, and in that time, we are going to be setting up the infrastructure, and that will be it at the end of it. And then you know we'll have a top name manager because it's mm. going to be the perfect infrastructure from there, and we're going to spend money. And Wenger's going to and Wenger comes <laughs> out as well and says, right, you know, I maybe he you know he's being honest and saying mm. I detect that there's you know. <laughs> I detect a lack of, I detect, uh, yeah, I detect a lack of uh, satisfaction <laughs> yeah. uh, among fans. You yeah. know, and I and I realise maybe the the team haven't been as fired up as yeah. they might have been. But I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that next season. You know, I've got fire in my belly. These are the last two years of the club. <laughs> hmm. How would you then feel? If you said all of those things that you just said, I'd feel slightly better. But I, I just don't. I genuinely think it's not in him. I don't think it's in him. He said. I mean, he did say on Friday. I think it was in one of the press conferences. I'm going to reinvent myself. He said that, and I'm like, well, are you really? Because everything you've said since you said that proves to me you're not going to reinvent yourself. And then all your team selections have proved that you're not going to reinvent yourself. I just don't. I don't. I genuinely don't think it's in him. To change, as you said, the stubbornness and the ego and all of that. Because effectively, if he did suddenly splurge, you know, 100 million on new players in the summer and bought a, look like as a, and bought a striker, got rid of Giroud, got rid of, you know, the, the, the dead weight in the squad, it'd kind of be an admission that he's got it wrong. And I, that's, that's from, I think, almost subconsciously, I don't think he's got it in him to be strong enough to admit that he's got it wrong for a few years. And actually, we could have done a lot better. Because when, so, when he did bring in the, the uh, you know Ozil and Sanchez he, and he spent money, that made a difference. I think that course. energized the yeah, squad. Totally, and I think that's probably that is definitely what we need. Um, just just a couple of big big players, and I yeah. think that would appease the fans to some. But it's some now it's easier said than done. It's like he could have you know he's missed so many opportunities to buy big players from from what everyone says. I don't you know from his own kind of. Slight a he doesn't want to kill you know Coquelin all that shit by not buying Kante you know and B because he 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 doesn't he's not decisive enough. For some of that was you know with the example of Kante who's probably going to win Player of the Season yeah because we couldn't match the wages being offered by Chelsea and that goes back to my earlier point I'm not sure a new manager is going to really change this if we're still not unable to match the wages being offered by. You know, Chelsea. Are we still going to be able to attract the slightly better players? Yeah, because they I can't buy everyone. There's all, there's loads of big players out there that could, we could have got. That you know, that, he, he's had chance, he's had his there opportunities. Aren't, there aren't yeah. hundreds of players that are going to improve Arsenal's squad. There's there's plenty that would not that are available. I mean, if you look at other things, Liverpool haven't really got a top top striker. Well, they've got well, you wouldn't have Mane in your in your. I mean, he's not a striker though. But, is he? but he's helping. He's, he's yeah, helping them in every way as an attacking. But I mean, if we're talking like as a replacement for Giroud, or you know, like a proper centre forward, they haven't replaced Suarez. Exactly, they they haven't got a top class. I mean, Spurs have got one that came through their youth system and they almost got rid of, a bit like they do with Gareth Bale. But you know, that's that's come. They didn't. Yeah, and that's come good for them. Yeah, you know, it's. 
Man City seem to drop their best striker quite a lot, which is a bit odd. But you know, but there's there's, there's not. So they bought a young, a very good young, yeah. who's now injured. Yeah. Man United got in Ibrahimovic, and it's worked right, out yeah. well for them. But he's on two hundred fifty grand a week. Now, if you then bring him into Arsenal for a season or two seasons, and everyone, you know, down at the the hundred grand a week level, you know, you know, as that was it, Theresa May call them like the just about oh yeah, just, just about, about making do or making whatever do, it's yeah, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they're going to Jam, go jams. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they've got. They're going to go. Well, hang on a minute. Yeah, but they'll have to yeah. deal with it. Well, that's, but you're, you, I think you've been. I think you've been brainwashed. Mm-hmm. that you're going along with that's. But you, we're, if we're a really big club, we were told Gazidis did say three or four years ago that we were supposed to be competed by Munich now. And if we, if we are uh, you know, if the char- prices we're charging, elite prices we're charging, we've got to think like an elite club, haven't we? And I just don't think anyone is. I don't think the fans are. I don't think Wenger is. I think if you bring in Diego Simeone, it's just off the top of my head. I think he would think like uh, as a bigger manager with, with bigger, and he would try and get those players and. He'd be willing to pay two hundred fifty grand for a season two for a world class striker, but I don't. I, I do not believe for one second that Kroenke and the board will stop a manager spending a huge amount. We've got we're one of the richest clubs in the world. Uh, hang on, there's a difference yeah. between a um, a fee, a transfer fee, and a wage structure being completely blown out of the water. It's been it, Gazidis has said honestly. You, you, I can find you the quotes. We are we can pay top wages. We can pay top money if we wanted to. It's it's down to the manager. Honestly, they're not stopping him. We're not going to collapse. Well, we'll, we'll see very soon. Won't if we, we spent eighty million on a striker and we paid them two hundred grand a week. Honestly, it well, could happen. The way structure is about to. It's the level of ambition that the manager shows. If we, if we, I mean, you can't even imagine Mourinho managing us. Do you think Mourinho would go along with the idea of like, you know, he would never be an Arsenal manager? But Man United, oh, haven't got a, a sugar daddy throwing hundreds of millions. They, they've got a similar financial situation than we have. But they make yeah, loads more money. Got, no, I know the they make loads more money than yeah. we do commercially. But in terms, of we make loads more money than they're on the match days. And what I'm saying is, they have. They're a bigger club, obviously, but they still have. They still spend vast amounts of money. They'll spend eighty million on a player who's being a bit shit, and they're not going to, you know, they're not going to kind of commit suicide if it doesn't work out immediately. They've, they just have a bigger mentality, club mentality. We could have that with a different manager. But with their finances, there are a lot of Man United fans who might disagree with you. Yeah, you, know, you know the debt they, that they're they? in. I know. They're, yeah, they're in a huge amount like, of yeah. debt. Sure, but would you rather? I mean, they're, I mean, they're still in sixth place. Hilariously. Well, that's the Don't other thing. I mean, they did spend yeah. a lot of money in. They're sure. still not that great. No, I know. But they did have years and years and years of winning <laughs> championships. Winning, winning Based on youth team players, for the most part. For the most part. But they did spend a lot of money. They spent a lot of money on Wayne Rooney. They spent, you know, they still splash, splash when they mm. need to. I wanted to, can we talk about Sanchez quickly, though? So I mentioned it earlier. What, what people, the whole, you know, Sanchez stats thing, you know, what you're feeling about. Is it fair to kind of come up with these stats and to suddenly decide Sanchez is surplus to requirements and isn't by far the best player in our squad? Well, judging by my fantasy football team, he, he's very important. Uh, he's, he, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right because of him. Um, I think just the energy he, get, he gives. You know, as soon as he comes onto the pitch, when, when I was playing when I was younger, we, we always, you know, we, we had we had a player like that, um, and it just makes a difference. I mean, I think it makes the other the rest of the players sort of a little bit complacent. But um, I, th- I think it's obvious that we need him when he came on. You know, uh, was it Bayern when he was the the, the, the sub ridiculously? But when he came on, you could see just yeah, just makes the team better, and he's yeah, he's certainly important to the team. But there's the thing now that some people are saying he's, he's ruining morale and he's too selfish and all that. It's I mean, it's a fine line, isn't it? I mean, I'm not I'm not a slave to stats. I know that you have there are some people who 
love a statistic mm. um, and and live pretty much for statistics. And um, I, I don't I don't believe in that because you, you, know, you sometimes have to trust your own eyes. Yeah. And I think with Sanchez, I think there is a fine line. Undoubtedly, fires the team up. You know, he motivates them. I think you can see it with certain players. He makes them want to play better, particularly like some of the younger ones. You know, I mean, last season more than this, like his relationship with Awobi was great to see. I think he really got him to up his game. He, I think he, I, I sort of want Chamberlain to look at him because I think they have a lot of very similar mm. physical attributes and, and similar skill sets. I think you know he could look at him and go, "This is someone I could, I could be like." Mm. Um, but there's also the stroppy side, which can be bad for team morale. You know, if, if a guy's being, if you're being substituted 10 minutes from the end when you're 4 nil up to give a guy, you know, a bit of game time, don't throw your toys out the pram. You know, if you're 4 nil up and your teammate misses a decent chance, don't get in a strop with them. You know, don't, don't, if you're part of a team that's not doing that well, you are part of that team still. Mm. You know, you're, you are partially responsible no matter how, good you are and how much better you are than the other players or how much better you think you are <laughs> you're you're still part of that team and, sure. and you are still part of a collective responsibility and i think sometimes he he, he sort of has this attitude or he seems to where he, it's like it's maybe a little bit all about him oh he definitely has that attitude I, I think so i think he does but i think that's part of his greatness i think that's part of his brilliance that what, you know what he needs i think is another player in the team who's willing to give him a a bollocking basically you know if there was another if there was a leader a, there was a skipper yeah, yeah. you know you, you imagine him getting away with a strop like that with and this is very very yeah it's exactly what i was gonna say yeah. it's very harking back to the no, no. Days, <laughs> but you know but it, that or, you know yeah. yeah they they would they would not have yeah. stood for that so yeah, i think sure. you need someone to rein him in yeah. a little bit i think there's a, he's a flaw of course i think he's definitely a selfish person you know he's definitely like an ego probably an ego mania you know and he's got all these pictures of his and all of that but I, I think for me it's like what's more important that, that those character flaws and that, that sometimes he doesn't he's not a team player or the fact that he's just scoring huge numbers of goals and huge numbers of assists uh, he's, he's, for me it's like you wouldn't get rid wise, of him yeah. would you, you know, there are literally people now going oh well, yeah well, let, we, let's get rid of him you know, no 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 productivity wise he's fantastic and I think he does for the most part G players up, but I do think he does have that. That you just have to have. You have it has to be managed to a certain extent. I mean, it's just I don't know. Maybe it's it just comes with the territory that you get. Yeah, get that side of of someone like that. But yeah. maybe I, I think it need, does come with territory. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it reminds me of Suarez at, yeah, at totally. Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he does need a Gerard. He does need. We're, we're we're leaderless, aren't we? A little bit. Yeah, you know, I love Mertesacker, but he's not he's not playing at the moment. He's, no. he's probably not good enough. But he's a great leader. Did you see the rumor today that Özil, if Özil left, that uh, Man United? Would be in for him. You can't believe it. All of this is nonsense. It's just um, agents and journalists finding uh, finding angles to write. And I also don't believe for a second the whole you know Ozil waiting on you know, the manager to decide about his future. Oh, no, it's just buying time. Might want I think the only thing they might be buying time for is to, to wait and see. Oh, are we going to be in the Champions League? I think that that maybe is a legitimate. You know, from a playing point of view, do the players want to be at the top European? You know, um, club competition. I think that's a fair enough uh, fair enough question. But we're going to know in three months' time whether we have completely restructured our, our wages, our wage structure, aren't we? Because the money they were talking about today is, is that the, both Ozil and Sanchez want pushing 300 grand a week. It was £290,000 that was quoted in the, uh, in the press today. So maybe we are going to see that kind of level of split because you're going to have players in that squad on a quarter of that 
and, and, and I don't know what that does do for Murat. That would be so far away from the model that he's always tried to have at the club. That it's kind of, you know, slightly different tiers, but never the disproportion of like he, four or five times the he's amount. He's not going to pay us 190 grand a week. That's what? Really? I, think, I mean, they, I, I, I think, think from a PR just... point of view, and most of football now has become a PR, you know, I can't see that we can lose both of them. I just, I just don't understand the club can survive the negativity that will come at it if we both go. I, I think one could go. And if we're going to keep one, I personally would rather it was Sanchez for the reasons we've, mm. we've just discussed. Those one of them is going to have right? one of them is going to have to get incredible money. I, I, I yeah. just can't. Yeah, I, it's well, kind of yeah. might work for whoever does stay. It's going to work very well. The other's probably going to go. Maybe we need a late this season, or you know, as soon as the uh, the season's ended. Maybe we've got some mega signing lined up, and as soon as you get that one announced, oh yeah, they, it'll be one here. Yeah, it'll yeah. be. Or they'll, or they'll say, okay, we want to play with that guy. We'll sign. I don't, it's all. Well, it's ever since Ashley Cole left, isn't it? I blame Ashley Cole. <laughs> yeah, oh, fair enough. I blame, yeah, I blame Ashley, Ashley Cole. Cole yeah. For his five grand a week. Yeah, yeah. Extra that he demanded. Yeah. There was an interview with him recently where he, I heard it where he was talking about how everyone misunderstood that um, whole thing and that well, he, he was unfairly maligned. Yeah, he wrote it in his book, but he well, said he... He wanted to stop the car yeah. who was going to yeah. be physically sick because yeah. of the extra five grand. He had a whole thing about how he was promised it maybe. Um, uh, it's all vague in my mind, but he had this kind of very staunch defence of himself that everyone was being really unfair that he admitted this thing. This book that he Where is that? Is he back in England? Where is he? Um, Roma, was he Roma? Yeah, no, I think he's Roma. still away. He went to America, didn't he? Oh, yeah, it's is America. He yeah. America yeah. I think he's in America. Yeah. He's still playing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, anything else to say before Well, we... I just think about, you know, <laughs> we're in an FA Cup semi-final. The draw will be uh, later tonight after oh, yeah, the Chelsea-Man United game. Who do we want to play? That's a good question. Yeah. Who I, mean, would we, who would we... I think Tottenham, because I think it's our best chance of winning. I Kane's mean, injured, isn't he, now? I've, I've yeah, heard Kane, yeah, exactly, yeah. is going to be out. Yeah. So just our best We just need to... I just think, you know... I, I put the question, I don't know, did you see what the, we tweeted on oh, the yeah, podcast? Oh yeah, you're unfair, which Andrew I think pointed out, didn't, your options were about unfair, because you didn't have, the question was, we'd would, him to stay would winning right the now. cup change your opinion on Arsene staying? Um, 61% said he's got to go regardless. Good. Um, 9% said maybe it would be impactful. 11% said yes, he should stay if we win the cup. And 19% who said who cares, it's not up to me. So only 60%, not quite your 99% that we yeah. were uh, quoting. Someone earlier. made the point about the, the FA Cup now. That, I mean, at least the FA Cup, we, we know, we have to beat. beat. Oh, it's going to be two proper games. Two proper games, you have to, yeah. which we're, we've barely shown we're capable of doing, is beating any of these teams. Yeah. Convincing, or certainly convincing, I mean, in any way, really. Every, so, I mean, it will actually be an achievement, won't it? If we actually won the Cup... Yeah, and by the way, I don't think we will because we're not going to beat up two two really good teams. As long um, as we beat Spurs, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing. It's like I think I think City or United. I think we could beat in the semi final. I really do. I, I think you know, City I think, we could. City, yeah. I, I was going to say my preference is City in the semi final. But then that does bring up the possibility of an Arsenal Spurs final, which I don't think I could. No, handle. I can't say that. I, I think I would. It. I agree. Yeah. Well, it'd be great. Imagine I've had a few semi finals in my life. Yeah, semi final yeah, would be too much. Oh, that would be a bit too much. much. Yeah, it's been I too agree. Much, it's just the too fear stressful. of too the fear. Of, I don't. I don't think we'd beat them, and I, I think. Um, I just don't think I think mentally we're They've completely not been incapable. Good at Wembley. Have you noticed this season? We'll be all right. Yeah, but they're playing in the shitty Europa League, aren't <laughs> they? They were in the Champions League for three games until yeah, that. They know. might be scarred. You're right. They might be mentally well, scarred. But we're no Get one them in the home no dressing room. One, no one, even Spurs, who fucked up incredibly last year in, in, in unbelievable collapse. The, no one is as mentally weak as we are. We we have we are the all time prize winners, and I just don't think the players. I don't think they're up to it. I don't. Think we've got some. I, I I couldn't cope as a supporter like Andrew being being in a final against Spurs. I don't think the players good either. I, I would have. A 
panic attack yeah, the minute I think the draw was made. Yeah, made definitely. Just, yeah. I'm really scared about it. Yeah. I no, somehow no. want us to beat City in the semi-final and face Man United in the final. That's fine. But I think we could... Yeah, I don't, don't think fancy United tonight, but that might look very silly by the time this podcast Even Chelsea, I'm also worried about. But for some reason, I want to go full Manchester. That's my preference. Joe, okay. any fit, strong feelings? Uh, yeah, I think we just need. I think we need certain players to step up. I think like 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 the Ox. Like looking at he, players like the Ox that need to step up. He's just Mister Inconsistent. But he's which been is quite a, good. Which we mentioned that because yeah. the, the midfield of Ox, um, uh, Xhaka. Xhaka. It's kind of. I mean, Xhaka obviously getting fat, fouling and getting sent off, and you know, getting booked every. Every I, can't, I can't believe he went but, through a Lincoln player as well. We're talking about the Lincoln game. <laughs> Apologies, but he did unbelievably go through a Lincoln player, yeah, and get booked. And, and then, of course, Coquelin as well committed a ridiculous foul right at the end, which was really hard. He should have been. I don't that's think he was he even does, booked. That, that's his thing, though, isn't it? I'm quite glad that Coquelin seems to be. Off. We haven't really mentioned him much mm, in the yeah, pod, but I do feel it's, it's good over. he's found a way back to the bench. I think. Yeah, he's, he should be on the bench definitely. He should not. I'd rather have. I'd rather have Ramsey and Xhaka and and the Ox. In the middle than Cockerham, he's not contributing. I know we haven't talked about the Lincoln game. I, I, I don't think there was a huge amount to say. I no, it was, it know, was kind of. They part. could have gone exactly. one nil up. That was a bit of a fright right. early on. Right. And then as soon as we scored, I thought we were good. But you can't read too much into mm-hmm. it because, yeah. rightfully, that level of gulf between the two clubs show, shown in the end. Yeah. Sanchez smiled at least once he as did. well, which was <laughs> he, I mean, did. he seemed all right. That's yeah. good. Yeah, did I think you he seems to be making an effort to look like a team player. Yeah. Danny Cowley, the Lincoln manager, paid a tribute to how long Wenger gave him. Said he was with him for well over an hour in the dressing room. Considering the week he's had, he said wow. it was incredible, kind and generous with his time and advice. So. He's an impressive guy, that Danny Cowley. Yeah, oh, good, yeah. yeah. Next manager. Next manager. Next manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't what a leap. Oh, God, don't say that. People take you seriously. People will think you seriously want. Someone, was it apparently our, what's his name, who's guest last week um, on the podcast said, well, apparently was said at one point he wanted um, Bournemouth's managers to be our next manager. And um, Eddie Chaz, Howe. Yeah, Eddie Howe and Chaz picked him up on that on Twitter. It was, oh, it was, I think if, that's, if he did say that, I don't remember saying it on the podcast, he must have written it somewhere. Not sure. I think that's that's the whole Eddie Healthy has surely gone away, isn't it? We can't. I don't. I don't want him as Alex manager. I don't think he's up to it at all. Um, no, he no, plays nice football. Not definitely not now. No, anyway. definitely not now. Yeah, he, he needs a, a you know a gateway club maybe. So yeah, so he does at the very that. least. Yeah. So are you are you going to be watching the West Brom game on your Ultra HD? Absolutely, Ultra HD. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, You'll still see the plane rate clearly inches. as a yeah. I hope. I hope that I doesn't do happen. Like, even the same people that complain about. Football costing too much money. Want to spend their money getting an aeroplane <laughs> to fly a banner across a stadium to have a go at a manager who's the most successful in their club's history? If you, you just had to this explain that to someone, this. if you had to explain that to someone who's just landed on, I think you're absolute moronic. No, because he didn't say we're underachieving. Also, the quite plane clearly thing, for the last the five plane years. thing feels more like for celebrations. It doesn't feel appropriate for. I don't know people it's just, send messages, just, don't they? But it's just. Weird, and it's not like Wenger's going to go. Oh, shit, sorry, I didn't realise. Like Mar- I didn't realise you were that. It bothered. will be embarrassing, but not as yeah. embarrassing as the guy. Do you see the picture of the guy on, on the protest on Saturday? It was with like um, his with like pirate. a pirate handkerchief around his face, as if he was on an EDL march or something. Like ashamed of showing his face, just an Arsenal fan complaining about Wenger. It's not like you know, be proud of it. Either, see, either I, maybe he lives next to door clear, to him. Or I, I also don't have a. Yeah, if people want to <laughs> protest and take, they've got every right to, but yeah. I just this like flying and uh, how can that be? Product, I don't know. I don't. Is I just it really going to happen? Just think of the environment it, impact know. as well. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. We don't know what the message exactly. will say. Maybe it'll be really funny. Maybe a hilariously funny, witty message. What, what would you? Well, this know. is where we should go to Joe on this sort of thing. What, what should be uh, coming no, no back of that plane? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> 
don't muck about Wenger out. I, I, I don't want to ever go at Arsenal fan TV because they, they, scare, they scare me. They're so aggressive. I think it's so, so unnatural. Well, some of the characters. It's unnecessary, yeah. Um, have a go if you want. Yeah. No, they, uh, they, they, are you worried they're going to come after you? Yeah, a little bit. There's quite um, a variety of we, characters on there. Yeah, to be there's fair. some normals yeah, on there. Yeah, there's some normal people. There's a lot of pro. There's some pro. Yeah, they're all normal. Just no, no, not all normal. Believe me, differing some, opinions. Yeah. Andrew knows there's some freaky. Yeah, freaky. I do, I do, you see the glow when you come out of the ground. Yeah, yes. And the, I, I yeah. do tend to sort of give it ten yards. Away, yeah, yeah. Yes. I had to yeah. explain it to someone. Uh, it was my brother-in-law come over from Ireland. His first ever time at an Arsenal match. And I had to explain. Arsenal, Arsenal TV, fan yeah. TV to him. He's not. He's not. Yeah. Doesn't look at it on the internet. No. Uh, and that, yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was a challenge. It's an it, incredible phenomenon. We definitely lead. We lead the way in Arsenal. Lead the way in those <laughs> things. That, like Arsenal fan TV is completely like world renowned now. There was a thing about the New York Times I saw, and you know, in podcasts and social media and everything. Like you know, Sanchez instagramming his dogs we're, we're definitely like we're leading the way in all those and other fans think it's embarrassing but i think it's kind yeah. of funny i, well, I, I got, don't mind i got asked to do a little thing on the premier league Did you? tv channel yeah i put it on my facebook i don't know if you, you saw boy really with, with uh, we are we are on facebook <laughs> are friends we? yes boys oh, okay you've look. probably muted me or hidden me I, from your you. timeline i just find the whole of facebook annoying to be honest more annoying than arson no no okay no. Um, and I did this thing with, with Jonathan Ledger for the oh, international yeah. show and it, I love it Jonathan out, yeah he, he was lovely yeah he's great but they didn't tell me that Stuart Robson was also coming oh, dear. who is the most vociferously oh, so I was yeah. like, standing there speaking after him um, but it was interesting talking off camera with Jonathan I think people outside who, who aren't Arsenal fans are a little bit sick and tired of hearing so much about it because like Andrew was saying earlier most of them regard us as being like um, you know it's a bit arrogant or spoiled sports the right word and are so bored that like I don't know if you well, could yeah, like analyse what percentage yeah. of like football coverage is given to Arsenal it's hugely disproportionate well, I think they're bored because Wenger's because of him no they're bored because they're, they're like the same thing. It's a, yeah it's not a huge amount the argument's mm. quite similar and yeah. it's like it's not up to us it'll be up to the yeah. board and the guy himself so why don't we all move on and talk about we could all move on if Wenger announced everything. tomorrow he was leaving anyway well, let's he, move on to the more important matter of West Brom the prediction on Saturday I quite like I do like as you tell I will be watching on TV. I like a Saturday morning, twelve thirty. You know, you wake up Saturday, have some breakfast, watch watch your team lose or not we play well enough. Historic. No, I know. Yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're pretty shit with these lunchtime Saturday kickoffs. Yeah, so it's like mm. slightly mixed feeling. It's not. It's not an easy match, is it, West Brom? I mean, We've. I. I went. Was it last year when we lose two one? Maybe it was two years ago. We like missed a penalty. Was it Arteta missed a penalty or something? Yeah, it was. We got not, right. not not a great record there. Um, it's the one where Cazorla fell over when he took yes. the Yes. Oh, I mean yeah. Cazorla, not yeah, Arteta. Yeah, yeah. Arteta obviously was club captain, therefore didn't play. <laughs> therefore, it should be quite an obvious reason why it wasn't yeah. him. Um, and we lost that game 2-1. And that was, yeah, that was a heavy defeat. That would have been November um, last season. I, I suspect we will we will possibly only draw that game. Mm. But then I think we will, we will go on a run after the international break. So I think 1-1, Boyd. Go on a run? Wait a minute, the next game is City. Yeah, but no, I just I think I think when we get to the West Ham and City games, I think we'll do better. But we'll have a pod between now and then. But I think possibly only one-one on Saturday. Andrew, I'm going. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to go two-nil with uh, the second goal being a nerve karma in the oh. last sort of ten minutes. Okay. I think. Okay. Wishful thinking from uh, Joseph. Uh, I think we're on a high. Um, big result <laughs> against a big team. <laughs> So we're. Uh, you are a comedian. <laughs> I, I, I think 2 1. I think we'll win 2 1. 
Um, I think it's going to be too all, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go too all. Are you, are you performing anywhere soon, Joe? Can people come see you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always, uh, I'm always performing. Uh, I'm in Leeds this weekend, Leeds, Leeds Jonglers. Um, and, uh, yeah, have a look at my website, joebohr.co.uk. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Joseph Bohr. Do you B-O-R. talk about Arsenal in your act ever? Um, I don't. I have, I have a moan on, uh, on Twitter yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Now, now and again. Yeah, so, it's um, not funny, Arsenal. No, no. no it's, not, it's not funny at the yeah. moment. Um, Andrew, do you perform anywhere? In, uh, in <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to go down the uh, very bad line that I could have gone down oh. there. But no, no, but you know, if anyone wants to you know, like pay me money for pretty much anything, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Okay, yeah. excellent, good yeah. to know. Yeah, Andrew Dickens on uh, yeah, Twitter. Just, yeah, exactly. Boy, but you, you have sometimes have these gigs for Apple. Have you got any of them coming up? I've done you? an Apple thing for ages, actually, no. Um but um, I'm hosting a thing soon, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, doing something coming up. Doing something soon. You're doing um, something I'm soon. Doing, oh, I'm hosting the launch of the Doctor Who. I'm doing that, um, that in a couple of weeks. 4th of April, yeah, if you want to go. I think it's at the BFI, I think, yeah. But, oh, okay. Yeah. And then on the 5th can't of April. I can't imagine any fans of I must go and see the new Doctor Who launch. 5th of April, we've got, is that West Ham? 5th of April, West Ham. What and week that is? 6th of April, live, live pod. podcast with, with, Perry with Perry and Gareth. You and I. So basically, the first half of that, to be clear, is going to be a regular podcast. The second half is going to be just not for. I'm glad you're not me for now. public use. Right, you and not Perry. For public Look, use. Well, it won't be. Uh, <laughs> it mean? won't be on the. It won't be available to download. Oh. It'll be exclusive people there, oh, okay. which is going to be yourself and Perry oh. looking back at the '87 oh. Cup final, trying to find your glasses. Trying to tell my glasses story again. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's been a lot. It's very exciting. Um, thank you so much to Joe and Andrew and thank to you. Sidekick Cheers, Psychic Josh as ever. And we'll see you next week. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.